don't wanna wait any longer. I don't wanna wait. You know, some people send us the actual song I know. DMs and they're like, he's singing the words wrong. I know. It's not even the song. What was that from Dawson's Creek? I don't know what it's it from, was from anymore because show. you butchered it to the point where I don't even know. And we actually did a TikTok about it too, just like kind of recently, like about a month ago or something, <laughs> like using that song. Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna put them on and take control of yourself. Join a sister and a I sing so many random stuff throughout the day. I know. I wish people could see what it's like when we work throughout the day. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what kind of debauchery and like... Debauchery. Debauchery. <laughs> Yesterday, we were filming TikToks. And in one part, Sirak throws me a bag of chips. And then I need to like throw it back out of the frame so I can do the other thing. Whatever. Yeah. Brush yeah. my hair or whatever the tiktok was so i threw it back at sirak and the bag was opened and it spilled everywhere but i had to continue filming yes yes chips all over the rug all over the ground just like oily disgusting so many things like that have happened like we spilled ovacetol everywhere everywhere all over my like shirt yes my face my hair it's been on the like everywhere on the ground like cocaine (laughs) (laughs) like all over the house thank god we have like extra supply of acetol or else like you wouldn't have enough for they, yourself when you need honestly, it honestly honestly every tiktok that you've seen us film with ovacetol like we have done like five takes of each one sloshed the what you know that little martini glass i drink yeah, it out yeah, of yeah. the way it sloshes out of that <laughs> glass when we're filming like every single chair around the dining table is soaked in yes. ovacetol diluted water yes Obviously, like, we hate to be wasteful. Like, we're not, no. we don't want to waste, like, Ovastol or anything like that. I but know. Some, and, like, we try to use as little as possible for each shot. But sometimes, like, for TikToks, like, you need, like, four or five tries <laughs> to get something right. Especially with times acting. My God. Because <laughs> 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 you have no idea, like, what happens when we record TikToks. Obviously, we're not, like, yelling or fighting. But, like, I am, like, directing Tallinn as if I'm Steven Spielberg and she's some sort of diva actor. Like the amount of like back and forth, obviously I'm just like joking around, like I'm not an actor or anything like that. But like- I am not an actor. Yeah. I'm a dietitian. Like you don't know the faces, I'm not an actress. The faces, like you don't know how to like- No, I I, don't. I literally, I I will try to instill Italian into being the character. I'll like, I'll tell her like, okay, you need to like not be smiling here. So like, just bring it back down. It's so, it's so funny. It is. We have a very fun, fun the time. The struggle is so real, honestly. And the face expression, Sirak, like, you don't understand. I am a shy person. If it wasn't for social media, like, I would not be out in the public, like, doing these songs and dances and, like, songs talking and like dances. this. Like, this is, <laughs> this is just for the ladies out there to spread awareness. I know. But the, the funny, show must go on. The funny thing <laughs> is with TikToks, like, we'll work on one single TikTok for, like, half an hour, 45 minutes. And it will do crap. It won't go viral it won't at all. Go viral. It won't do anything. And then one of the TikToks literally takes one try, like 
My hair looks so bad. 10 it's second like shot yeah, of just time looking at the screen. And that would go viral. It's like, what is going on? Like, what is going viral? And what's Honestly, not? what is going on? I mean, at the end of the day, it's not about going viral, of course. It's just about people watching and learning. Right. And if I look bad in those viral ones that we like didn't try in and my hair is like, what? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's go into the topic of today's episode, how to film TikToks. We're going to start by how to set up a tripod. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about whether the vegetarian diet is good for PCOS mm -hmm. or not. And we're going to talk about the ins and outs, the benefits, pros and cons, the yeah. vices and the versas. Let's <laughs> dive right into it. Let's dive into it, babe. What is a vegetarian diet? Vegetarian is when you eliminate meat products like cow, lamb, fish, like no meat. And focuses on plant sources like fruits, vegetables, whole grains, beans, nuts, seeds, legumes. For a long time, I thought that vegetarians could still eat fish, mm. but I later realized that's not the case. Yeah, that's more that's pescatarian. Yeah. yeah. So I guess yeah. For a long time, I didn't know that until like yeah maybe like a year ago or something. But and honestly, the more research I did about this, the more I realized how there's such a big difference between saying you're vegetarian and saying you're plant based plant-based that's vegan right yes so you're yeah exactly but you're also not eating any processed foods so you literally eliminate any wow. junk food from the diet so you know when i was looking at research studies and stuff i really found that the best results between like vegan vegetarian or plant-based was plant-based because they're not eating processed foods yeah i feel like just cutting out processed foods in general is an amazing sure. thing to do mm -hmm. i mean like for me personally i wouldn't go the vegan route but i would go like the non-processed route yeah which is that paleo is paleo non-processed uh yeah yeah it's pretty non-processed yeah you know what's interesting couple of years ago there's like this really famous influencer who is a famous vegetarian mm -hmm. like millions of followers or something and she got caught in a restaurant eating fish wow and like people took pictures of her wow and and then like she later like got, got in trouble for it and she was like sorry guys i was uh trying to get pregnant and my doctor said oh. i was uh i had some issues yes. so i had to have fish and she got in a lot of trouble for it. And, and it always makes me think like... Whoops. She should have just come clean yeah. and been like, I'm trying to get pregnant. You know, and sure, people yeah. need to be accepting. Yeah. And it always makes me think like, what if one day like you get photographed in a restaurant or something? <laughs> I'm like, eating ice cream. Yeah, like not that you ever... Like Italian, honestly, like 99% of the time when we go to a restaurant, Italian doesn't even touch the gluten or dairy stuff. Yeah. But like once in a while, if we get a dessert... And there's like some sort of like, you know, like a, like a cheesecake like or a something, whatever. Bowl. Yeah, just like a one little just thing see. just to try it. You know, mm -hmm. you were at dinner, you might as well try something, you know, not, nothing too bad. But like it's, it's, it always makes me think of that person. Is someone watching? Yeah. Is this the moment? Is this the someone moment? <laughs> whips out their phone and captures the moment I'm yeah. putting a fork full of cheesecake yeah. in my mouth. Did you hear about that sister who took Ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one? Incredible. I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and d chiroinositol This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body. But with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often 
imbalanced. So taking Ovastol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing, so just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. Alright, but let's continue with the topic. The health benefits for PCOS and the vegetarian diet. Okay, when it comes to being vegetarian with PCOS, if you're eating a vegetarian diet, you're, you know, hopefully getting a lot of nutrients like vitamin B6, vitamin C, folate, potassium, magnesium, phosphorus, beta carotene, fiber, like all of these wonderful things that come from vegetables yeah. that can really replenish the nutrients that have been stripped from you by medications like birth control and metformin and not to mention like all of the fiber that is in a vegetable based diet that mm -hmm. helps with blood sugar control. Yeah. You know, it can just be a fabulous combination of foods like vegetables that pull out excess estrogen, like cruciferous vegetables. Mm -hmm. I think there are some wonderful benefits to eating a veggie based diet as yeah. a vegetarian. I think it's, it can be really good, yeah. but there are also concerns for women with PCOS and it's not for everyone. And we asked the audience on Instagram and we'll get into this later, like how you felt on the vegetarian diet. Some people said great and some people didn't. So yeah. there are well, concerning factors. Yeah. So here are some of the concerns. One concern is that in a lot of the protein available for vegetarians, it contains a lot of soy. So like especially tofu. I think just tofu, right? I mean, mm -hmm. is there other soy-based protein Edamame. products? Yeah. Edamame. Well, I mean, does yeah, that have so. protein in it? A little bit, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's one concern is that there will be a lot of soy if you're just going for tofu or edamame mm -hmm. and things like that. A lot of women with PCOS have sensitivity to soy. Yeah. Honestly, you wouldn't know unless you cut it out and figured it out for yourself. Like I said, everyone is different. Some people really thrive and can eat a lot of soy-based protein products. Mm. And then some people can't. So what is that? Like I've heard a lot of impact on soy and estrogen. Is that a thing or what yeah, is that about? So it's, it's so interesting. Like when you read the research, it's really, there's no conclusion there, mm -hmm. but for some people who eat soy, they can't process it and it, you know, lingers in their body and mm. mimics estrogen. And so then it like, you know, well, you don't want excess estrogen. You don't want yeah. things mimicking estrogen in your body. So I suggest having it very moderately yeah. when it comes to soy, like once a week, twice a week. Don't rely on it as your only protein source yeah. if you are vegetarian. But that's, you know, it's really up to you. Yeah. Another thing about soy uh, that we have here is that most soy also contain GMOs, which yeah. can be endocrine disruptors. Mm -hmm. So if you're wondering what, like what GMOs are, GMOs have basically been genetically modified to survive pesticides in order to survive bugs and all these sorts of like intrusive things that are usually around like agriculture. So yeah. if GMOs are made to survive pesticides and all these really strong chemicals, they may still have like, what is the term? Like they may still have some bioavailability of those things mm -hmm. in them, right? Mm -hmm. When you consume it. Yeah, it, it could be on it, you know, yeah. you could be eating that. So it yeah. could be an endocrine disruptor. Yeah. So you, if you're going to go for soy, just choose a non-processed soy that is non-GMO. Yes. And that's like a recommendation for everything like that you eat. Make sure that it's non-GMO. There's not enough research on its yeah. impact as an endocrine disruptor. Yeah. And you don't want to put yourself at any type of risk. Yeah. Of course, it's not easy like to find products that are all non-GMO. I feel like that's 
you know, it depends where you live and where you're shopping and stuff. But of course, do your best to choose organic, especially as a vegetarian, because you're eating all these vegetables. Mm -hmm. Oh, I also want to say how a lot of women I've worked with one on one have told me that they felt better eating the meat as opposed to being vegetarian. And this is just my experience working with women who have PCOS when they incorporate fish, you know, the healthy fats that come from it, the B12, the iron that comes from the meat can be really beneficial for women with PCOS. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's really concerning sometimes when I see women who are vegetarian who are struggling with PCOS symptoms, especially because of the lack of that healthy fat and protein that comes from meat and fish exactly and again that doesn't mean like every person but just some people may do better with the meat or fish or other animal proteins in there yeah like just because it's all vegetables doesn't mean that like now you're healthy that's what i'm trying to say with pcos it's very specific and then there there's like a carb issue there because you end up eating a lot of carbs as a vegetarian because your protein source is you know, beans. And then that's also a lot of carbs. And Mm -hmm. that's not to say don't eat it, but some people don't thrive with that in their diet, that being like the main bulk. And it can cause like stomach issues too, like IBS because 40% of women with PCOS have IBS. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. So like when you have, when you, when you're digesting a lot of like high fiber foods, Mm -hmm. also foods like beans and things like that, that's going to cause more issues with IBS. Yeah. It can be really triggering. 40% 40% is a lot of women with PCOS who have IBS. Yeah. I wonder so, why that is. Like why 40% of PCOS women have that? I can answer that. Is it gluten? Well, <laughs> it's leaky gut. Yeah. Inflammation starts in the gut. Yes. And if you're eating foods that are literally tearing your gut apart and you're sensitive to them and that in combination with stress factors and lifestyle factors... And your gut isn't, you know, the tight junctions aren't holding your gut together and it's loosening up and it's a leaky gut. Yeah. Yeah. Like eating beans and lots of fiber, like too much fiber. It can be really intense on your stomach. You feel bloated a lot all the time. Yeah. And gluten contributes to that issue. And if you want to learn more about that, we just had a recent episode about gluten and dairy free. And we talked a lot about the research studies behind leaky gut and how gluten can cause basically systemic inflammation starting Mm -hmm. from the gut. So definitely listen to that episode if you want to hear more about it. Yes. We're going to go into a couple of studies about the vegetarian diet and we're going to go into some tips to make vegetarian PCOS friendly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before we do that, though, I just want to just remind everyone that the bottom line is There's like no one size fits all diet that works best for everyone with PCOS. It has to feel right for you. And in in our experience, majority of women have felt better eating meat from protein, like meat, fish, poultry. But of course, we still know a lot of women as well who still um, feel amazing by being vegetarian as well. Like we have a very close friend, Wendy, who is vegetarian Mm -hmm. and she's been vegetarian for about six years and she feels amazing. So everyone's experience can be different. We just want to remind that. So uh, I guess we can go into the study. Yes. So this one study that they did in the Netherlands, it explored the plant-based diet. So yes, that's vegan, but it's also like no processed foods, right? So super clean eating type of diet versus animal-based diets, which, you know, you add in the meat to that. And they looked at insulin resistance. And after seven years, they found that the plant-based diet was associated with lower insulin resistance, lower pre-diabetes risk and reduced type 2 diabetes risk, 
which I think is great, you know, because you're eating this like super veggie based diet, mm-hmm. nothing processed, whole grains. Yeah. Like, you know, I can see how that could help people with insulin resistance. This study, of course, wasn't done specifically on women with PCOS. Um, So that's important to consider, Mm. again, because we have a lot of other factors that contribute to our PCOS health, like 40% having IBS issues, you know, like plant-based might not be the way to go. Yeah. So why do you think, though, in this situation, they were able to lower their insulin resistance, pre-diabetes risk? Like, why do you think that was? Because it is such a high fiber diet Mm. and it's so nutrient dense. And that's great for blood sugar. When you eat fiber, it slows down the absorption of carbs into your bloodstream. So let's say you're having like broccoli and beans. Beans, you know, it has some protein. It's also a carb. But you're eating with broccoli. So you're slowing down the absorption of that carb into your bloodstream, which is great. But... When you look at women with PCOS, we are more sensitive than just the average person that the study was done on. We are more insulin resistant, 80% of us, right? So maybe that fiber isn't necessarily enough to slow down the absorption of the carbs into our bloodstream. Maybe we need you know, more protein or fat or like avocado, you know, like yeah. maybe we we need like a little more attention to the details of our diet yeah. than the average person. So this is just one study that I found on plant-based diets and insulin resistance. And I thought it was worth mentioning yeah. and also discussing how, you know, this isn't specifically on women with PCOS. Yes. And one thing to consider too, is like, was this study done on women too? Like how many of the people in the study were actually women because mm-hmm. we've talked about in the past a lot of studies done in the world are like 90 percent men mm-hmm. so when you see like for example study like positive studies about intermittent fasting or keto just know that like 99 percent of those studies especially for fasting and keto are done on men mm-hmm. so you want to be aware that like it might not be the same thing for you. Exactly. All right. Let's go into uh, tips to make vegetarian PCOS friendly. The first tip we have is eat carbs that have protein. So eating carbs that have protein. Some examples are edamame, chickpea, quinoa, beans, lentils. And you want to just avoid like white or processed carbs, you know. So if you're, rice, yeah, if you're just eating rice by itself or yeah. just eating rice, that's not going to be enough. You need some protein with it so you might as well just eat like beans Beans. instead or something exactly so when you're like filling your plate of course like rice and beans is a great combination but maybe you want more beans than rice yeah another tip supplementing yes so vitamin b12 omega-3 fat choline you know of course consult your doctor but it's important to note that these are nutrients that you're likely deficient in if you're on a vegetarian diet and you really have to be careful and replenish, especially because, again, like I said earlier, like metformin birth control strips you of certain nutrients like B vitamins when you're on them. And that's not ideal for PCOS. We need all of our vitamins and minerals to get yeah. our hormones healthy and like, you know, build that. Yeah. And B12 is especially important because when you don't eat meat, that's like one of the first vitamins mm-hmm. that you you lack, right? B12. Yeah, so it's, exactly. it's like really important to supplement that. Yeah. One way that, that yeah one one way that you can is through nutritional yeast. Ooh. So it tastes like cheddar. 
Mm -hmm. um, and it's natural and it has 40% of the daily recommended amount of B12. Yeah. And also non-dairy milk is like fortified with B vitamins. So that's great too. So there are different ways you can get it in if you're vegetarian. And just for those wondering, oh, if I don't drink dairy, how will I get my calcium? Chia seeds. Oh, yeah. Chia seeds are amazing source of protein, calcium, fiber. Mm -hmm. Really, it's like packed with nutrients. So even for vegetarians, vegans, or for anyone going gluten and dairy free, highly recommend chia seeds. Yes. I think it's the one thing we all have in common. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Third tip, pair your meals with fat. So pairing your meals with fat. Uh, this helps keep you fuller longer and prevents the rise and fall of blood sugar and insulin. For example, if you're having like, I don't know, I can't even think of a vegetarian. If you're having like a salad, you know. Yeah, a salad or if you're having like beans mm -hmm. and some like uh, quinoa, anything like that, add olive, olive oil. oil or avocado because that those healthy fats are going to make sure that your body absorbs the food slower into the bloodstream. And then, therefore, your blood sugar doesn't get spiked as high, and then you don't get cravings like soon. You, you, exactly. You, you, your your body's like sustained until the next meal. Mm -hmm. Also, adding fiber does the same thing. You know, slows fourth tip. Fourth tip slows down the absorption of the carbs into your bloodstream, and you want to add that to every meal and like make sure that. Of course, you know, if you're vegetarian, you're probably eating vegetables. But yeah. sometimes when you're vegetarian, way to yawn right in the <laughs> Oh my god. Sometimes some people who are vegetarian are leaning more towards processed foods because that's quicker to grab and go than making yourself a salad. But it's really important. Also slowly incorporating fiber. Like if you're not used to having a super fiberful diet and you want to go vegetarian, uh, especially with PCOS and all this IBS issues um, and stomach lining issues, it might not be good for you to just like boom, add all these vegetables. So mm. slowly adding them in could be really helpful. Yeah. The next tip, fifth tip is controlling your carbs. Try to fill up on veggies instead of large portions of grains. You can also get some protein from lower carb foods like chia, flax, hemp seeds, or non-GMO tofu. So I guess just being mindful of only having carbs on your plate, because it, it's kind yeah. of easy with the vegetarian diet because a lot of foods that you may think have protein could have more carbs than protein. So you just want to be mindful of how much carbs is on your plate yeah. and kind of balancing that with protein, veggies, yeah. things of that nature. And you'll know if you have too many carbs on your plate because you'll be fatigued after your meal. You'll have like a blood sugar crash, mm -hmm. you know, and if your plate is like all rice and beans and like you're really hungry and that's all you ate, I get it, but it's not going to be ideal for blood sugar control. You yep. want to feel satisfied after your meal, but also not like you need a nap. Mm -hmm. Another tip. Don't try to meet your protein needs with overly processed soy products. There's a lot of vegetarian like patties and things like that, but they have a lot of soy in them, even though they're high in protein. So if you're like relying on that every single day, I mean, it's something to think about. Absolutely. There's a lot with pea protein. So that could be good yeah. instead. I like pea protein. Mm -hmm. That's Ripple Milk has pea protein added to it, right? Yeah. yeah. So one of my favorite... Dairy it is pea protein milk. Yeah. So one of my favorite uh, dairy-free milks is Ripple, Ripple, yeah. Pro, uh, Ripple we Milk. We used to buy that so much. So much. And Why now, are we not getting yeah. it? Now we get coconut. 
Yeah, because I think we got sick of we it because we, we just started. We overdid it. Yeah, we overdid it. Like we we would get ripple like two year all thing. the time. <laughs> yeah, for like a whole year, and now we, I think right now we're just getting coconut milk, unsweetened. Uh, I think like Whole Foods brand or something yeah. like that. And then sometimes we get like flax milk. Mm-hmm. The key is though, just get the unsweetened kind because so yes. you don't have the extra added sugar and like processed ingredients. Last tip, pay attention to how your body feels. So if you feel, like I said, more fatigued, maybe you're having worse carb cravings than mm-hmm. before, you just don't feel satisfied after a meal, you know, that means that this style of eating might not be right for you. And even though that study showed like lowered insulin resistance and improved insulin sensitivity for plant-based diets, maybe for you, this combination of foods isn't right for your body and isn't helpful for your situation so or you may have to adjust something maybe you're having or, too much yeah, carbs or exactly. not enough protein play around like mm-hmm. it, either it's not right for you or you may need some adjustments to make it right for you yeah. so just be aware that when you start there may be an adjustment period yes and yeah those are all the seven tips we have but we're not done yet those are our tips but we also asked you sisters in the dms on instagram at pcos.weightloss we asked, what has your experience been on the vegetarian diet? Mm-hmm. But before we do that, mm-hmm. let's go to the hotline. Oh, yes. Hit it. So uh, for anyone that's new, we have our hotline that you can call or leave a text message to. It's at 1-833-ASK-PCOS. 1-833-ASK-PCOS. You can leave a voicemail and we'll play your voicemail here. Or you can just send a text message. And we read your message. So today, we're going to go ahead and read a message that was left to the hotline. And the message goes, Hi, I am obsessed with your podcast and listen to one every morning. That's awesome. You guys are so much fun to listen to and the true definition of a power couple. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for all you both do for us sisters. I have a question regarding insulin resistance. I have been trying to understand it for years. And you both have made it so... I am finally able to understand it. My question is, what is your opinion on using a glucose monitor to help monitor your insulin resistance? Ooh, it's a great question. I think that's a great idea to closely monitor your insulin sensitivity. Yeah. You can check your blood work. Um, you can prick your finger before your meal, two hours before. Mm-hmm. Right before your meal, right after your meal, two hours after your meal. And there are specific ranges that you compare your results to to see how well you're metabolizing the carbs in that specific meal. Yeah. So, for example, you will you might find that like rice makes your blood sugar go really high, but then mm-hmm. like potato doesn't. Sure. But everyone's different. But yeah. closely monitoring with blood work like that, yeah, a, a finger a prick, glucose monitor is a really quick way to understand. I think it's fabulous if yeah. you really want to get like specific with your insulin resistance and like really understand what foods you shouldn't. Yeah, or like how each meal is impacting it, so that over time you kind of like learn and you get a better knowledge of your body. Mm-hmm. So that probably in like a year or so you don't even have to have one, or like maybe in a couple of months you don't have to use it because you now you know how each meal or how each portion can uh, impact you. Exactly. And that's great. I think one company that we know of that's really awesome is called Levels, I believe. Yes. L-E-V-E-L-S, Levels. Check that out. Maybe you can find it through Google, like Levels Glucose Monitor. There's a lot of different ones. Yeah, and there's a lot of different ones too. That's just like one company that we've heard good things about. There's also also a lot of other companies that are, I'm sure, very good as well. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's go back to the DMs and asking the sisters, what has your experience been on the vegetarian diet. 
absolutely wreaked havoc on my stomach was one answer. <laughs> that was the first answer. Second answer, I was hungry all the time and I had so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm. First two responses, a, a little, uh, you know, yeah. it, just, it didn't work for those people. I personally loved it. I've been full vegan for 10 years. That's the third response. That's not telling Amazing. her experience. Yes. <laughs> Fourth response is I've been vegetarian for six years now and it hasn't had any impact on my PCOS symptoms. Another response. I was so fatigued when I tried it and just couldn't get anything done. Interesting. Yeah, I, I definitely can see why the fatigue is there. Probably from the lack yeah. of vitamins, you know, lack of protein. Carbs. Yeah. yeah having too Could many carbs, carbs, maybe. Yeah. Anything's possible. And then the last response is, I don't feel as bloated and my skin is radiant. Well, that's yeah. awesome. That is awesome. So I think as you, everyone can kind of see from these responses, it's a mixed bag, right? Mm-hmm. So some people may really benefit from, from, from going vegetarian or vegan and other people may not. It may be the opposite for them. In our experience, as we said earlier, we feel that majority of people with PCOS who eat animal protein mm-hmm. uh, may be better off. But again, that doesn't mean that there, there are some people who benefit even more from going vegetarian. Yeah. And those who are vegetarian, you know, there are some people who are doing such a good job of replenishing any nutrients that they might be missing or balancing their plate that they really thrive on the vegetarian diet. So yeah. it's really up to you and you to figure out what works for your body yeah exactly and our job here is to support you support you all the way through it and just keep you aware of all the things so exactly whether you're going vegetarian or not and you're seeing results that's great keep doing what's working for you yes all right so uh, i guess to end off the episode we'll go to our usual wins of the week again these are sisters who are managing their pcos losing weight thriving and just eating the foods that they love and just, you know, showing PCOS who's a damn boss. God damn it. We'll start with Francoise Ocasio. Francoise! In the sisterhood. She says, last week I lost two pounds. Since starting two weeks ago, that makes 4.5 pounds total. Woo! So happy about these changes, especially how great I've been feeling. Also, I started Ovastol last week and it's been working wonders. So happy to be in the sisterhood on this journey. Today's gluten and dairy-free lunch and dinner, she posted a picture, had some green plantains and being a Puerto Rican, I wanted to have some of my home comfort foods that are natural and gluten and dairy-free. That looks so good, what she has on her plate. Oh my God, is that shrimp? It looks like shrimp. And rice, rice, some delicious sauce, and the, some chopped up spinach. Yes, with plantains. What what are the what is the picture on the right? Are those like those sticks? I don't know. It looks so good. That's plantains. Oh, plantains. Okay, we just had plantains yesterday. Yeah, delicious. Yeah, it was Cuban style. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. For anyone who lives in the uh, Costa Mesa, Orange County area, highly recommend Habana. Mm-hmm. Really cool restaurant spot, like Cuban, and yeah, really good food. Yeah. Where there yesterday night. So good. I had like this delicious pulled pork. Okay, I won't get into it. We're on a vegetarian <laughs> diet. I'm talking about pulled pork. Okay. Alrighty. Stephanie. She says, had a non-scale win today I wanted to share. I went to clean out my closet today, prepared to have to throw away or donate most of the pants I hadn't tried on since the left photo was taken. And then she has a before and after photo uh, in her message. She says, it's been an extremely gradual process, but I am finally down 20 pounds on the right and was able to fit into every pair of pants I tried on. 
I can finally donate clothes because I want to, not because I have to, because of uncontrollable PCOS weight gain. Amazing. Put such a smile on my face to hear that. Oh, look at this. Yeah, because it's not so even just pretty. about yeah, it's because it's not even just about the losing weight. It's about that feeling of not having to have to throw your pants away, but rather yeah, ha- like, oh, I'm gonna donate these because you know they don't fit. Like it's just like that feeling right there exactly. of positivity. The feeling good about yourself, like that's that's what it's all about. It's not about Honestly. losing weight. It's about just feeling good about yourself and your body. I know. And she is so cute. Look at this outfit. <laughs> I wish we could show you, sisters. But <laughs> yes, like Sirak said, seriously, 20 pounds, you know, it's not the weight. It is how you feel. Exactly. Amazing. Love her jacket on the right picture. I know. You want to ask her about it? I really do, actually. <laughs> Awesome job, Stephanie. All right. And an awesome job to Francois. And yeah. that is the episode. That is the episode, sisters. Let us know how you feel if you're vegetarian, if you love it, if you're thriving. We have recipes for you in the sisterhood. Oh, yeah. And they are balanced for PCOS, the protein carb fat ratio. We got you covered. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Although, like, we have a lot of gluten dairy free recipes, we also have a whole section for vegetarian recipes because we want to support all our sisters um and and their decisions so we have a whole section for vegetarian as well well awesome we'll talk to you soon sisters yes take care have a great week and let us know if you have any questions you can always dm us on instagram and we'll answer you right back all right bye Bye bye-bye if you enjoyed listening to this podcast you have to come check out the sisterhood it's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of pcos From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.